Last time on Eidolon Rock, Virginia managed to resist Michael Valentine's attempt to control her into injecting all the Eidolon and the briefcase into a strange machine below the Bass Pro Pyramid. She and the others made it to the Neutral Milk Hotel, where they reunited with Sabrina and a recovering Cecilia. Chris found a mysterious journal in the hotel's library, apparently written by President Dracula? And Harvey got himself a deck of cards in order to try and press his luck. That's probably gonna go really badly! a seven to deal in oh okay uh so you need three books huh uh-huh you can have the um inhuman the virtuoso or the vanguard uh sure inhuman sure all right uh then uh who's with virginia right now uh i'm probably with virginia I- i'm i'm probably just sticking with the group while i try and study these texts that I found. Yeah, Virginia suddenly uh, blinks and turns into a shadow. Oh, okay. I love the idea that Virginia just doesn't even notice anymore. She's like, yeah. It's like, oh, so that, that'll still happen while you're here, huh? I mean, that is possibly promising. I, I mean, still have an idol on, so it makes sense that it keeps doing its thing. Yeah, and, I, and also, like, if, if you can still function as normal while outside of the range of Michael's control, I mean, it's possible that if we did end up having to eliminate Michael, that, you know, you you wouldn't go away in the same way that other Eidolons do. No, I mean, normally, like, Iron Spy wouldn't be able to function if outside of a certain range of me. I guess. it. At, I would like at, to feel hopeful about this, but it's very hard to say. At the very least, we know that we can, like, cut her off from him and she's still fine. So maybe we just need to find a way to do that permanently. Possibly. I'm. Where are all of y'all right now? Are you still in, like, the uh, breakfast nook or did you go up to a room? Um, I think since Cecilia is in the breakfast nook, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we want to disturb her. So we've probably moved away from there. Okay. Yeah, I think you're just kind of hanging out in a... Also, Virginia's avoiding her now. Hmm, makes sense. Yeah, understandable. Yeah, we already talked a little bit. I think we're going to stay away from each other for a minute. Makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, uh, then, yeah, you're just sort of hanging out in uh, one of the two rooms you got. And, Chris, there's probably, like, a little desk if you're trying to work uh, through those notes. Yeah, I think Chris is going to start saying again, like, um, yeah, I wish, I really wish we knew more about how these Eidolons function to begin with. Like, there's so much that we don't know that clearly these angels have experience with. And like this, I'm sure this book will probably eventually be helpful, but I'm, it's slow going. I've gotten like maybe five words figured out. One of which, I mean, one of which is blood. So that's something he does use that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. That's, that's that's how we got all these things, right? Yeah. Guess that is true. Huh. That is a good point. But also, I don't 
I don't know that the Angels necessarily know everything about this either because I don't I don't think like I don't think Virginia's dad intended her to be able to do all this. I Well, he, for dad. First of all, I don't think he's my dad. Uh, <laughs> but secondly, yeah, I don't I have no idea. I mean, he wanted to make an idol on um But I don't and, and, I, and I guess it worked. But I don't think you're just an Eidolon. I mean, you can't be. You're, you're, you're a person. <sighs> I guess so. And there, there is something to be said that it's possible that the lines between what an Eidolon is and what a person is are fuzzy. It, it may be a distinction that doesn't really have much value. I mean, if an Eidolon is an extension of a, of a, of a person then I don't think I get, I mean, you know, that he can still do stuff. I don't know. It's, uh, I don't feel great about it. It's okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. We figured it out so far, despite, you know, everything. I guess that is true. We're not dead yet. Nope. Somehow. Thanks uh, for the help back there, by the way. Huh? Uh, in in the tunnel, the the basement thing. Uh, it, oh, it, oh! It probably wasn't easy for you to go against Michael like that in that specific situation. And Harvey and I probably would not have made it out if you hadn't done that stuff with the weird doll things. Yeah, it's um kind of overwhelming. But you did it. Like, you cared yeah. more about us than Michael cared about what he was trying to make you do, or at least you were stronger than him in that situation. Yeah, Lady Luck's going to win her bet. I mean, I don't, I don't care about that, but I think, it, I think it's kind of proof that you're more than just an Eidolon. Maybe. Anyway, I'm going to get back to trying to translate this thing. Yeah, that's probably going to be the most useful thing we can do tonight. Imagine Chris just, like, trying to type individual words into Google Translate on his phone. Yeah, basically. He, like, opened his phone and tried to use the Google Lens thing on it, and it's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I did say last time that it was all written in Cyrillic, because I just kind of assumed, because a Dracula voice is kind of, sounds like a Russian accent, sort of, but nope. They do not uh, write in Cyrillic in Transylvania. They speak Romanian, and they use basically the same alphabet we do. Oh, so, fool. you fucking fool! Maybe yeah, he just I, knows. Maybe he just likes Cyrillic. Maybe he just, he just likes Cyrillic. It's possible. I'll be honest with you. I forgot it was a real language when we were recording last, and I was like, "Why the fuck is Luke talking about the Lord of the Rings script?" <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> It's fine. Dracula like studied abroad in Russia and he just became insufferable for a bit. Yeah. (laughs) Became a Russaboo. Hey Chris, do you remember when we used to do this like all the time? You'd be just be in your room working on some sort of school stuff and I'd be just kind of hanging out. Yeah, that was nice. I've kind of missed this. Yeah, I'd like to get back to that again. It's weird how this whole trip has made me nostalgic for things just to, that just seemed very commonplace and boring. Well, to be fair, they are fairly commonplace and boring. 
I mean, yeah, but uh, I don't know. I guess I, I'm feeling I'm feeling more positive about about boring things lately. I think. Yeah. Do you want to give me? I think if I should have you investigate the book or dredge on the book. Probably investigate makes more sense. Sure, I say <laughs> with my biz of zero and genius of minus one. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Let's see here. Okay, that is a seven. All right, so you get one question. And what are you specifically like trying to find information on in the book before you give me your question, so I can make it relevant? Um, so I'm trying to. I guess I'm I'm trying to find information about angels specifically if they have weaknesses, um, how powerful they are, that sort of thing. Okay, so does that mean your question is what weaknesses can I exploit? Yes. Yeah, okay, let me think here. What weaknesses can we exploit against Michael? (laughs) Right, right, right. What would be in this book to that effect? Hmm. That's a good question. I'm I'm trying to think of... (laughs) Trying to think of where Dracula was as a person when he wrote this book. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get inside Drac's mind. Yeah, gotta get inside Drac's Drac's head here, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think um Do some method dracting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh no. Um I think as you're kind of trying to find Something you can translate of value, you end up drawn back to the page you found last time with the diagram of the big heart. And you notice that, like, you know, this is just sort of a pencil sketch, and it's pretty well rendered, but not super detailed. But as you look at it closer, you can see that it does seem to have um, a surface that almost looks like uh, stained glass. And uh, you start working on translating the words on this page and listen google translate is not the most useful way to learn how to uh read a different language so maybe this is not um the most accurate information you're getting or the most accurate translation but something about this heart if it was destroyed whatever it is exactly um every angel would die Oh, that's a big thing. Uh, hmm. I, Troubling. I, I guess I'll tell the group that. Where's? The, but where is it? Well, um, when so I was able to get Iron Spy to go to go a decent ways into those pipes. And not that, not very far. They go farther than a hundred feet away from us. But when I had Iron Spy reach out to sense where the pipes went, I did visualize a heart, like a really big heart. So if what this hmm. book is saying is accurate, Michael was going to have us put this Eidolon juice into the same heart that also connects to apparently just all angels in the universe or at at the very least our world but is it the same one i mean it may not be the same one but also how many giant hearts could there possibly be i mean houses in motion had one is that is that accurate yeah remember had that giant underground heart that you went down there to fight oh right i thought that was just like metaphorical no it was very literal you did die there so it's okay if your memory's a little fuzzy of the incident <laughs> 
No, there was like a giant heart made out of vinyl siding just pumping in the ground. Oh, okay. I mean, until just now, I didn't know there were any giant hearts. So as far as I know, they're all over the place. Yeah, I mean, you could be right. The the heart could connect to something else. I just, boy, I don't know about just destroying something like that. Like, I will admit, Michael seems like he sucks, but I am hesitant to pull a trigger that has angel genocide written on it. Also, like, what what would happen to Virginia? Yeah, that is also something I, that concerns me. I mean, if I'm an Eidolon, I don't know if I can be an angel. And yet, the the guy at the front desk said you were. Yeah, yeah but he's kind of a dipshit. <laughs> True, but that doesn't necessarily mean I, he's wrong about that. I suppose. He sure seemed to be able to tell what other Eidolons were. You'd think if you were just an Eidolon, he'd have noticed that. Do you think he's an angel? Wait, think it's like some sort of self-hating thing? I don't know. Well, I guess that's true. I guess I didn't think about that part. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe he quit. Like he said, didn't he say he used to he used to have a different job before he he, he started working here? Uh, listen, I I'll admit I don't remember a lot about that guy. Um, mostly just that he was very mean. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he sucks. So I guess I don't know. Maybe he is an angel. Yeah, I mean. He could know some useful stuff, but I'm also hesitant to try and, like, ask him, hey, you know anything about killing angels? Because I feel like, you know, we've been distru- we've already been disruptive already. I don't want I don't know. He might be into it. I mean, maybe. He doesn't seem too big on killing, just in general, given the whole vibe here. Yeah. That's true. I'm hesitant to be like, hey, how do I go about doing an angel murder, <laughs> like, in front of the guy? who uh, does not really want us to be committing murders. Harvey! Yes. Uh, Yeah, you were looking for, like, an annex or something to uh, set up, right? Mm -hmm. I think as you're looking around, I think you do find a little office space with a printer in it, like you described. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, as you walk in there, Lady Luck is already there, and she goes, oh, come on, Harvey, we can find something a little more... I don't know, exciting than this, can't we? Uh, I guess. It's a big hotel. Come on, follow me. And she uh, heads out of that room and out the front door. I mean, I guess I'm gonna follow her. Yeah, um, you step outside, and while the hotel is still on a riverboat, it is no longer on, um, the whatever river that was that ran through Memphis. I didn't look it up. Uh, Should've. I'm pretty sure that's the Mississippi. Is it the Mississippi? All right. Let me check real quick, but I'm almost certain <laughs> that that was. What river runs through Memphis, Tennessee? It's the Mississippi. Hey, I was right. Look at that. Oh, yeah. It is no longer on the Mississippi River. It is in the middle of a vast ocean, and it is no longer um, nighttime out here. It seems like midday, but the sky is overcast, and everything is just sort of gray. And there is just endless ocean in all directions. And uh, on the deck of the boat, a few feet out from the building, is a card table with two folding chairs. Ritzy. Uh, Yeah, Harvey's just going to take a seat. um, Probably drum his fingers on the table. All right, now see, isn't this a little more exciting? I'm going to be honest. I had enough excitement for two days. I'm hoping for something a bit more relaxing. Oh, Harvey, that's no fun. That's no fun at all. Come on. Anyway, 
what did you have in mind to play for? Well, uh, I gotta admit, I'm not sure what you'd be taking, but, um, one thing I wanted was just a little more information. I don't know if I need to gamble anything for that, or if we could just have a pleasant conversation. You've kind of got me over a barrel anyway, so at this point, <laughs> I'm not sure if uh, playing coy does either of us any good. You're not wrong that I do have you over a barrel, but then I don't have much incentive to share much with you at all then, do I? It might make my job a little easier, is all I'm saying. <laughs> I think your job's as easy as it needs to be. You've got an address and a deadline. What more do you need? Oh, well, I'd like it if one of my friends wasn't a double agent and we weren't, you know, trying to figure that whole situation out still. Or if I knew why we were doing any of this to begin with. <laughs> Alright, so you want to play for information. That's, and what? Mm-hmm. Hmm? Maybe. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to bet the house on that. Hmm. What are you going to bet? Honestly, you're... If you ha- if you need anything, I- I'm willing to talk at the very least because uh, I'm not sure I have a whole lot to offer, and you'd have a better idea than I would. Harvey, that you're selling yourself short. You've got plenty to offer. Just you know, it needs to be something of equal value to what you want from me. That's all. Well, I'm I'm not sure what of equal value I would have for information. I'm going to be... I, I do not know a lot of use. I'm sure you can think of something that you value as much as the answers you'd like. Take a shot in the dark. I'm not... I'm not betting that. Forget it. Forget it. No no answers. You know what? If, if you're going to be... If you're going to be all ambiguous and mysterious about it, I, I'll live with it. All right. Well, you did... What, what, I hope you're wanting to play for something, then. I mean, you got me out here, you got me all excited. Yeah, yeah, listen, there's... I would also like whatever you took from Chris. Hmm. What I took from Chris. She kind of leans forward in her chair, and with a flourish of her hand, a poker chip appears. And she just kind of, like, spins it idly on the table like it's a coin. And she just says, well... Chris gave this to me in exchange for coming back to life, and that's pretty significant. What do you value as much as you value Chris's life, Harvey? Uh, I mean, I've, I've still got my pinball, but that's about it. And I'm not, I'm not gambling with anybody else's life, I can tell you that much. Well, that wouldn't be yours to gamble with, now would it? Well, I, w- I would think that my life isn't yours to gamble with, but apparently, uh, apparently we're just playing Calvin Ball on that front, so... Harvey, it seems to me that you'd like to win something important without having to risk anything yourself, and that's just not how gambling works. In fairness, I did work for the casino. <laughs> right, so you should understand that the house usually has an advantage, and if you really want to beat the house... You've got to pay to sit at the table. I mean, I, I can give you the money I would earn from the the delivery, I guess. But I don't know if that is enough to pay for somebody's life. Harvey, I'll, let, let me make this clear for you. I'm asking you 
a simple question. What is something you have that is worth Chris's life to you? As long as you answer honestly, we can play. I'm already dying. Mm-hmm. I, I don't... Ugh. If if I lose this, I can't leave them alone. You 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 realize this? Like they they're having a hard enough time with me, and I might fuck up a lot, but I'm I don't think they'd be doing better without me. So I I feel like there's an answer, and we both know it, and I it'd be kind of irresponsible of me, wouldn't it? That's not for me to say. <sighs> Alright, I'm willing to lay my life on the line if I still get the 24 hours just to help them get all this sorted. Once that's up, if I lose this, you can take me either way, regardless of whether the delivery gets there. Interesting. I'm listening. Though that does raise the issue of how can we ensure the delivery gets there if you can no longer save your life by making it happen? But I think you're on the right track. If, oh God, I don't. Oh, I can't have you put. I can't have you put it on him. That. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. I'm gonna need some time to think. Can you cut back on this one? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone else. So, uh, what's going on in the hotel room? Uh, Chili, you haven't talked much. What are you up to? <laughs> Um, for a little while, I was just enjoying, you know, being somewhere quiet and just sort of, you know, the, the calm being with my friends, mm. but then I got bored of that. And <laughs> okay. um, I think I am trying to keep Virginia's mind off of things by, um, I was going to suggest we play cards, but then I realized that neither of us can really handle cards. <laughs> 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 so I think I resorted to just playing like 20 questions with her I am gonna need just a snippet of what that's like god fuck okay um god how do you start 20 questions <laughs> okay okay Chili I got something in mind I think Chris leans over to Chili and is like you should always start with ve- with vegetable animal or mineral but, but what if it's none of those things then you move to, is it bigger than a bread box? What's a bread box? It, it's fine. She'll know. Okay. Can you eat it? Technically? <laughs> would you eat it? I wouldn't. <laughs> would I eat it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> okay. 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 Is it a people thing? You're going to have to be more specific than people thing. Like, a thing that only exists because people make it. You know, I don't know on that one. <laughs> interesting, interesting. We can refund you a question. Is it something you could hold? I mean, not now, obviously, but... Something I could hold? Yeah. Well, I can't hold it. <laughs> no. I think this continues on for some time. <laughs> 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 yeah, uh, we're, we're coming back to Harvey and Lady Luck. Harvey, uh, what's your answer? I, I think his head is just in his hands at this point. Like he's running through things and trying to think of anything that he can actually wager. All right. I, I think I've got it. 
regardless of whether we make the delivery, regardless of whether I die, separate to all that, mm-hmm. if I lose, I, I, I can just be a nobody. You know, all my all my high scores, all my worldly possessions, save for, well, no, you know what? Include any money I would get from the delivery. Include people's memories of me if you have to. I st- I can start from square one, and as long as I got a pinball and my fists, I can make it work. So you stay alive but lose everything about your life if I win. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, yeah, I think we can work with this. In that case, Harvey, I think I've just got one more question. Uh Uh-huh. What's your game? Well, I'm assuming that we don't have a bagatelle table to set up, so... I've always been a fan of Blackjack. Blackjack it is. Uh, She reaches out to take the pack of cards from you. Uh, I'm assuming this is just one round, and he hands it over. Well, we can always see. Maybe you'll want to go double or nothing after you lose. That sounds exceptionally difficult at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, she takes the cards out and starts shuffling them. She's doing, like, a lot of very fancy, flourishy shuffles. Uh, You know, she's practically juggling the cards as she shuffles them. And, uh eventually settles in and deals you two cards, which I guess let me uh, give you some random cards here. Uh, You get an eight and a seven, and she has a five showing with a face down card. All right. Uh, If I hit, I have to hit before you, right? That's how it works. Now, I do want to remind you that this is an RPG, and you could possibly use some moves here instead of just relying purely on playing this like it was Blackjack. Absolutely I could. Absolutely I can. Um, Worth remembering one of the basic moves lets you see things beyond uh, the basic world, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm going to try and figure out what the next card is. (laughs) Yeah, give me a Dredge of the Undertow. Alright. That's plus biz, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright, that's an 8. That's an 8. Um, hmm. You sit there and stare at the deck and focus on it and your mind kind of drifts back to when she was shuffling and it does hit you she's got weird magic luck powers and definitely no matter what she gives you she's probably gonna bust you immediately but this is not a fair game wow maybe this was a really bad idea actually (laughs) (laughs) all right I'm, tr- I'm trying to think what else I can pull. I don't know if uh, Here It Goes Again is of comparable size to a playing card. If you flatten it. Yeah? Yeah, like, I think I, mass-wise, it's probably close enough. I think it's similar if you want to try some, some stuff here. Then, yeah, I'm going to attempt to use Chameleon to um, okay. replace the top card of the deck with Here It Goes Again. Uh, okay. At, you said I have a 7 and an 8? Yes, you have 15 right now. Okay, so it'll be disguised as the 6 of diamonds. Okay, yeah, give me that roll. Love it. This is great. That's another 8. 
That is an eight. Uh, remind me how chameleon works. Uh, you can will your Eidolon to change into any object of comparable size. Roll plus biz. On a 10 plus, you decide what it looks like, but on a 7 to 9, the GM decides. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, this, what's your roll? It, it's a 5 and a 2 plus 1. I could try pushing myself. You could try pushing yourself. You could. A 2 is a lot of room to grow. It, it might be a good idea to put, and even if I get a one, that'll still be a success because of my plus one. So yeah, I'm go- I'm gonna try pushing myself on this one. I think. Okay. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. Um, you managed to fast enough that I don't even think she can see it. You bounce here; it goes again towards the deck as it morphs into a card. And uh, I think you did that as she was shuffling in a way that it ended up near the top of the deck like this, and. She kind of smiles at you as she deals you a card and says, I'm so sorry, Harvey. You've busted. She hasn't even looked at the card. She does not see that you've actually hit 21. Have I? And I'm just going to turn him over. Wait, what? I think that's 21. So, uh... I... Unless you got 21, too. Uh, she she's clearly <laughs> shaken by this and I... flips over her other card. She has a five and a king, so she also has 15. And, uh, she's like, but, hold on, hold Okay, all right. She flips over the, what should have been your card, which is a seven, and busts. <laughs> well, great game, Lady Luck. Uh, I'll be taking the chip. Ah. Yeah, you know what? When you win, you win, Harvey. And Harvey Godlove. Never loses. <laughs> Hear from the crowd. Woo! And he waves over to the bellboy. She is like clenching the side of the table hard enough that the wood is splintering. Uh, I think as uh, are you getting up to leave? Uh, yeah, I mean, I get the chip. Um, I don't know if I should palm the card. Do I have to roll for that? Or can I just say I palm the card that I put in there? Uh, I think you can palm the card. Yeah, yeah. He goes, well, now hold on, Harvey. Where are you going? We're just getting started. Don't you want to get rid of that clock on your chest? I mean, we got 24 hours. And I don't really know what I'd bet for it. You could bet your winnings? They're not mine to gamble with. All right. Good game, Harvey. (laughs) Good game. And uh, he's just going to head over to the room. She just vanishes off the deck of the boat. Sucks when you gamble with the devil. (laughs) Even when you win, you lose. (laughs) What do you mean? I'm sure this won't have any consequences. I never face him. It probably would happen now, and I do want to say it just because it would have been fun. If you were going to call her out for, like, cheat shuffling, she was going to call in a neutral third party to deal, and it was going to be the two-headed bellboy who... you would feed the deck of cards into one of his mouth, and then he would spit cards out of his other mouth. Oh, oh I wish that would have happened. Like a card shuffler, oh my god. That would have been very good. That's way better. <laughs> 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 no, I like this. Harvey already outsmarted her. It's great. <laughs> Somehow. Yeah, no, that ruled. <laughs> Lady Luck was finally hoisted by her own petard. <sighs> All right, uh... Yeah, Harvey, you head up to the room where everyone's just kind of hanging out. Where, how's that 20 questions game going? Okay, okay, okay. Is it, is it a tennis ball? No. Would you eat a tennis ball? <laughs> uh, 
What's what's the what's the one you plead when you don't want to testify? <laughs> the fifth, chili. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm the fifth. You're the fifth. I thought you were asking the questions, and Harvey just like is leaning on the door jam. Oh, hey, Harvey, what have you been doing? Oh, don't worry about it. And he just tosses the chip to Chris. Uh, <laughs> I I try. I'm not really expecting it, so I reach out to grab it and. Like, I fumble it a few times before finally getting a grip on it. What? What's this? It's yours, man. Don't worry about it. Um, I can't remember. Did the did the chip that she pulled out of my head look distinctive at all? I don't remember how I described it at the time. I don't think it did. But I think this looks like it. Okay. Would I instinctively know what it is that I'm looking at? I think so. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll turn it over in my hand a few times and and go. How how did you get this back from her? Played some blackjack. And you won. Hey, we've all got our game, don't we? <laughs> all right. Uh. Wow. I'm never gonna call you an idiot for the rest of my life. This is amazing. Uh, I mean, <laughs> hey, let's uh, let's not make promises we can't keep. But I appreciate it, man. I, uh, I'm not not really sure how I incorporate this again. Maybe I'll and and I and Chris just tries to like uh, insert the chip into the top of his forehead. <laughs> um. Yeah, you feel the, uh, like, molded plastic pressing into your forehead. Okay, well, that's not working. I'm really not sure how she got this thing out of me. Maybe maybe you have to eat it. Wait, Virginia, is it a poker chip? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not a poker chip. Uh, was it a potato chip? It was not a potato chip. Can I dredge the undertow to try and figure out what what to do with this thing? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Let's see here. That's a 10. All right, a 10. Yeah, I'll give you, um, hmm. Hmm, what do I want to give you? You gotta eat it. (laughs) Chris, you look at it and you recognize this as your intelligence in the form of a poker chip. It is there in your hands, the thing you lost. It's literally in your grasp, but you can't, like, do anything with it. Uh, Lady Luck could sure turn it back into intelligence, but she's probably not going to be cooperative. Maybe there's some other way to do it, but you don't have the means. Yeah, I... I mean, this is a step in the right direction, Harvey. I appreciate it, but also... Without Lady Luck, I can't get this... I can't make this... Turn this into anything that will... Help. Like, I can't get it back into me. Couldn't you vanish it inside your own head? I'm not made of metal, and neither is this chip. Oh, right. I don't even know if that would work. I mean, I, I suppose I could... I am... Okay. So, I I am curious to know what would happen if I put it in my PSP. It, would that make an AI? <laughs> I Chris is Chris is just saying this out loud to himself. 
Holy fuck. Yes, yes, yes. Chris AI. Okay. It All just right. creates, it creates a little chibi Chris. It creates <laughs> a little icon on the PSP that says Master System. Yeah, I am going... <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, so as, as soon as Chris finishes saying that out loud, he hands the chip to Iron Spy, and Iron Spy goes inside the PSP. Okay, yeah, Iron Spy puts the poker chip into the PSP, and you look at the home screen. Um, at first, it seems like nothing happened. Uh, no new icons popped up on the home menu, and as you're kind of scrolling around trying to figure out what's going on, you notice that Virtua Flamingo has turned into Virtua Flamingo Deluxe. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, I'm gonna open up Virtual Flamingo Deluxe. Uh, you get a uh, low-resolution polygonal garden, like a, imagine the Chow Garden, okay, with a um, dead, half-eaten flamingo carcass and a little like scrolling like marquee that just says your flamingo has died, and then like a sad emoji. <laughs> Is there, like, a restart option? Yeah, there is. Okay, I'm gonna hit restart. <laughs> this is... Oh, man, this is a pop level of I'm just throwing my notes in the garbage because this is where we are now. Luke, I think, I think we all needed this. <laughs> just, just a nice refresher from all the heavy bombs that have been dropping. Oh, uh-huh. All right, I'm trying to think. Chris, let me ask you a question. Sure. If you hadn't uh, had your brain fucked with by uh, a weird spirit woman, um, but instead just found one day that you woke up Gregor Sam's alike, but instead of in the body of a cockroach, (laughs) it was the body of a flamingo, what would you say? I have plumage now? On the PSP screen, the flamingo, uh, like, uh, spawns into the garden and looks at itself and says, I have plumage now? Uh, Chris is going to, like, immediately put the PSP into sleep mode. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to see flamingo, Chris. And I look around the room and say, I think I made a mistake. Hello there, everybody. It's me, Luke, the guy that does these things. You know who I am. I don't gotta introduce myself at this point. It's been, what, between both shows, like, 33 episodes? God, that's a lot. Anyhow, uh, sorry, I have a bit of a cold. Um, Also, as long as I'm apologizing, I apparently recorded this episode with the wrong microphone. I think uh, we recorded this episode the same day we did our extra live stream earlier this month, and... uh, I think that it was picking up my webcam's microphone and not my good microphone, and I did not catch it. So I do apologize that the audio quality is a little eh this time. I think it's a fun episode regardless, though. Um, Anyway, I'm here to tell you all about our Patreon. If you go to patreon.com slash playtest, you can subscribe for as little as $1 in order to support the show. And uh, you get stuff in return for it. For $1, you get every episode of this podcast a full week in advance. 
Uh, for $3, you get all of my notes uh, from each session as they come out. And uh, you also get a bonus monthly design podcast where me and Molly hammer out the kinks in uh, the game. We have recorded the next episode of that. It should be out sometime this week, I think. Um, for $5 a month, you get a... For $5 a month, you get immediate access to the current draft of Eidolon Become Your Best Self. Um, and you get your name shouted out on the podcast, like so. I want to give a special thank you to Roslyn Garrow, NM, Wendy of Mars, Scaly Haley, Bizarre Logo, Christopher Evangelista, Tabitha Spokes, Pete Shaka, Destry Hawk, Morgan Adderley, Dylan Baker, Leah, Woman of 10,000 Names, Dreshera, Adam Levine, Tono, Floofy Butkins, Jeans, James Cherenzia, Soda Juice, Kyle Wayne LaCroix, Smokey, Hannah, Sophie, Queen Cat Attack, Dragon Girl Josie, Israel Johnson, Beardo, David, Jenny Size, Fire Princess Lily, Paradotted, Abilene, Witsu, Celeste Jennings, Johan159, Mark Myers, Sky, Morgan Spade, Eli Maroney, June B, Jacob Hathcock, Jeff Dorman, Dylan Lee, Evan, Chelsea Welch, Lucentia, Virgil Purcell, Liam Conlon, Rizzy, Lachlan Cleland, that's the pause for <laughs> loading the next page, Ryan Ball, Ellen, Evie Helms, Stub5678, Erica Maybe, Striven, Casey Cosmos, Lizzie Two Shoes, Jordan Sam, and the Z-Mage. I'm getting better at rattling those off quickly. Ah, oh, there's so many of you. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Um, it is extremely helpful. Um, for reasons I don't want to reveal at this moment, uh, the money we're getting from the Patreon is going to help us out a lot in uh, a month or two here. So thank you for that. Um, if you can't afford to support the show, totally get it, especially this year of all years. Um, but what you can do is tell your friends about us. Say, hey, listen, you like actual play shows? You like, you like Persona? You like, you like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Well, then I've got a podcast for you. Probably you should, um, deliver that better and maybe tailor it more to your friends instead of just, uh, repeating what I just said. Ah, no, just repeat it verbatim. That'll, that'll sell them on it. Um, and you can also, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. That helps out. Um, yeah, just help us get the word out there if you like this show. Um, a few quick things. Um, so earlier this month we had to double up on rock episodes because of, uh, a whole bunch of situations that went out of our control. Um, we missed a pop recording session, so we had to release two rocks, uh, back to back. And that's all well and good, except it did occur to me, um... A little bit later that some plans towards the end of the show are going to get goofed up if rock episodes come out before pop episodes. Like, we need pop 21 to come out before rock 21, and this is getting a little in the weeds, sorry. Um, the long and short of it is uh, the next two weeks are going to be pop weeks, so Idol on Rock is going to be on the bench until, um, when is it, December 14th, I think? I say it at the end, don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything. Um, yeah, let's get back to the show. Did you make a furry? I, I think I made a furry. And the worst thing is I'm, I'm not even that into birds. Wait, now hang on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, now we got to know what your persona would be. Oh, (laughs) not a flamingo. Look, if you want to know that, if you want to know that bad, you're going to have to guess. I'm not going to just tell you what my persona is. Chris, what's your fur affinity account? I'm not, 
I'm not telling you my Furafanny account. <laughs> fox! It's a fox! No, it's... Thankfully, it's not a fox. That would be weird. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> Don't worry, Chili. It's fine. <laughs> it's a human thing. Uh, alright. I'm gonna... Ferret. I'm gonna uh, take the uh, PSP out, out of sleep mode again. Okay. And, uh... I'm pretty I'm pretty sure the PSP has a microphone. <laughs> oh no. Oh, yes. No, it does. It does. Yeah, it does have a microphone adapter. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm glad that we're really aiming for verisimilitude. We don't want to suggest any differences between this PSP and the real one in the world where Sega is still manufacturing consoles in 2020. Yeah, we so, talked about this off the air. Yeah, so like, I, I'm gonna... The like, idea that Chris can just turn anything into a PlayStation app is very far afield of how his power works on his character sheet, and boy, if only I'd known this is where it would end up when I allowed this as a fun goof. <laughs> but you might have made a different decision that day. But too late now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna root it's ar- the genuine Iraqi vibes. I'm gonna root around in my backpack and take out the PSP mic adapter. Okay. Uh, and, and stick it into the PSP and say, "Hey, Chris, it's me, Chris." What the hell? Yeah. So you're. So you know how Lady Luck stole our intelligence. Wait, what? No, um, I remember... Boy, it's really hazy. Do you, uh, do you remember dying underground? Oh, gosh, yeah. No, I do remember that. Yeah, so when that happened, I came back to life by offering Lady Luck my intelligence. You are the thing that she took out of me. Harvey managed to get you back, but I can't figure out a way to... Put you inside me yet? So. Wait, so so I'm so I'm part of you? Yeah, you're you're like an offshoot of me. Well, I guess I guess I'm also an offshoot of you. Wait, but then why am I fl- a flamingo? Our persona is a- actually. You know what? L- I'll let you decide. This is a pivotal character in Ration. Uh, Dustin, what is Chris's persona? Oh God! Now I actually have to think of what his persona would be. <laughs> okay. He's intelligent, but he is also kind of a loner. But he's also into urban exploration. Yeah. What would make sense for that? I mean, this sounds like cat to me. I was going to say raccoon. Or raccoon. Raccoon is so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I... I is, is that why Chris likes Sony products so much? Is because of Sly Cooper? Yes! <laughs> yes! Okay, all right. Then in that case, uh, as you explain this to Virtua Flamingo, Chris, he says, um, wait, but if I'm a part of you, why am I a flamingo? Our persona is a raccoon. Damn it. I was never going to guess that one. (laughs) Yeah, Chris, yeah, everyone hears that out of your PSP speaker. Uh, uh, You know, I really wish you hadn't said that in front of everyone. I don't see anybody. I'm just in a weird... It's like a virtual reality space or something. Yeah, you're you're in my PSP right now because that's the best thing I could think of to actually interact with myself again. Um, once I figure out a way to put you in me, we can merge again. But 
Okay, th- that was phrased really weird, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, okay. Um, but but I I'm in your PSP, our PSP. Yes, you're you're in our PSP right now. Um, that's why it looks like a virtual space. Weird. Uh, wait. So if you merge with me again, what's going to happen to me? I mean, I imagine like you memories are still going to be stored on that poker chip. We'll probably just both have the same memories again. You'll just be in a physical body. It'll for 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 us. It'll be like we both experience the same events simultaneously. Or that's. That's the thing that makes sense to me, anyway. Yeah, that makes sense to me, too. You'll both be you, because you're already both you. Yeah, what he said. I gotta say, the last couple of days have gotten really existential in a way I was not prepared for. <laughs> uh, a- anyway, um, this is actually kind of good to have two Chris's available, because I'm trying to translate this. So Dracula made a diary. Oh, President Dracula? Yeah, President Dracula, the man we all know and love. Um, Yeah. And I'm thinking it might... Okay, so I need to catch you... I'm going to... Can we have, like, a montage where Chris catches virtual Chris up on what's happened with Virginia? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Okay, sick. That happens in a montage. Uh, (laughs) Oh, 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 Chris, Chris, Chris. Also, make sure to to tell you that, that we got to drive today. Oh, yeah, Chili... Chili got to drive. Oh, wow. And so did, so, did, so did you. Yeah, we both got to drive. Chili actually didn't do too bad. She she did a pretty good job escaping from cops. That That's that's impressive. Yeah, I, also, I guess we're technically wanted by the police, but it's mostly fine. Um, in any case, I'm trying to tra- translate this Dracula diary so I can maybe find some way of helping Virginia and, and defeat Michael. Um... If if you could help me translate some of it, like if we could split the work up between us, I think we could really make a lot of progress, especially since you're the intelligent side of me. So you might have a better go out of it than I have. I'm not sh- I'm willing to help, but I'm not really sure how am I going to see it? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, hmm. Just just give it to him. Yeah, I guess I could just put it inside the PSP. All right, yeah, you put the Dracula diary into the PSP um, and in Virtua Flamingo Deluxe on the, like, inventory icon, a little exclamation point appears. Yeah, so I figure I figure you can translate some of it while I'm asleep, and then um, when I'm awake, uh, I can give you a break and I can... Uh, translate where you start translating from where you left off i can try i don't have arms which is still going to make it tricky to work a book but i can i can certainly try i mean yeah that's that's all all i'm all all we're asking for um i can i have your phone too because i'm gonna need google translate am i gonna get reception inside the oh boy this is getting confusing uh i mean the psp has a wi-fi adapter so i mean if the phone can reach out Okay. Well, I mean, it has native Wi-Fi, actually, not an adapter. Um, right. Uh, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. I, I put my phone in there. Okay. You add your phone, and that appears the inventory screen. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I want to try something. Uh, Harvey calls his phone. 
Uh, yeah, the phone rings in game, and uh, the flamingo Chris uh, says, "Wait, I, I hear ringing, but I can't. I don't see a phone anywhere." And Chris, you see on the screen the little backpack icon is just like vibrating. Oh, it's it's in your inventory. Can you? Oh, well, I guess I need to. Uh, I can I. I'm not sure how this game is working <laughs> oh exactly. God. Do I have to open up the inventory and then, like, drop the phone into the environment? Yeah, you use... The PSP as a touchscreen right or no? No, that's the Vita. The Vita. Oh, that's the Vita, my bad. Yeah, so you select the... The PSP has a touchscreen. I just said so. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you... No DS, so somebody had to. You tap and drag the cell phone out of the uh, backpack menu, and it just, like... Uh, Virtua Chris just is like, whoa, huh, it just appeared in front of me, and it just <laughs> drops on the ground, and he uh, awkwardly pecks at it. When he answers it, it turns into the Kodak. <laughs> he awkwardly pecks at it with his flamingo beak, and yeah, sure, it turns into like a Metal Gear Kodak screen with a... Uh... Is this the dumbest thing we've ever done? I think it might be. <laughs> this is so many layers of stupid. I mean, it didn't even take us a year to turn this podcast into Homestuck. God, oh no! I've become my own worst enemy. Harvey's just pointing at his own pixelated face on the phone. He's like, hey, that's me! (laughs) Oh, hey, Harvey. Hey, Flamingo Chris, how's it going? Uh, I... Well, I'm a flamingo, so... It could be going better. Yeah, well, wait till you see what happened to the other guy, am I right? Uh, sure. <laughs> anyway, I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you get back to work. I just wanted to see if this worked. Okay, bye. It's gonna hang up. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, I guess we confirmed that reception still works. Yeah. Okay. Well, I will do my best to try to see what I can do overnight for you. Then. All right. Thanks. Uh, and uh, yeah. Um, when I wake up, I'll, I'll I'll give you some rest. I don't want you to. Yeah. I. I mean, you're me, so I wouldn't want to overwork myself, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'll um, I'll get to it. Okay. I, I guess I leave I leave the PSP plugged in so it doesn't run out of battery while <laughs> Flamingo Chris is doing his thing. God, there's an existential nightmare. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So on the PSP, yeah, Flamingo Chris is just awkwardly pawing at the book and also a phone with his flamingo talons. Hey, welcome welcome to Chili's world on that one. <laughs> in, in, meanwhile, Chris, in his in his mind to himself, just thinks about the ethical calculus involved in finding a raccoon to stick inside the PSP instead. <laughs> it's like, no, I probably shouldn't do that. This isn't necessarily going to be super relevant for obvious reasons, but it would make it easier for flamingo chris to do what he's doing um does flamingo chris have a flamingo idol on <laughs> oh no i think uh it oh. uh, flamingo chris just says oh yeah let me see if i can summon iron spy um i uh, doesn't seem like i can damn coward <laughs> flamingo spy <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, I think that's probably enough of this very weird diversion. What a bizarre podcast we're making here. Hold on. I've got a way to lead us out of this. Okay. Guys, I, this is a real problem because now I'm really hungry for that rest of that flamingo. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, we could just like shoot one down. It, we're still in. Wait, no, we're not anymore. Damn. I was gonna say we're still in Memphis. Yeah, it's Memphis because no, the... no, it's it's all right. If I wasn't gonna be able to finish it, at least at least I turned it into my best friend. Aw, I uh, thanks, thanks, Chili. Did I ever give you that leftover steak? Actually, because there was that leftover steak. Ooh, yeah, that would work. Yeah, and that one, and that didn't have arsenic in it, so. So yeah, Harvey's just gonna give Chili the remaining of the, the remainder of the steak. All right, great, Chili, you fulfilled your instinctive desire for food. Yay! Nailed it. All right, are y'all going to bed? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Ar- yeah, I guess so. Okay, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. Harvey and Chris are going in, going to bed in one room. Yep. And uh, yeah, Virginia, I guess you're probably gonna buck up with Serena. Sabrina. I I guess. Sure. I mean, you don't have to. You could take a room by yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. All right. I mean, she she's a shadow. I don't know that she really needs a bed right now. Well, you know, I think as you come into the other room, Virginia Sabrina's like laying in bed reading a book. She's like, hey, what's uh, what's going on? So much. <laughs> Just so much. Um, I guess I'll explain the day to Sabrina. Yeah. Uh, I think she's just, we're like fading out. We don't hear you explain it. We're just seeing you as like the the camera like pulls away and time passes into the late evening. The Neutral Milk Hotel has gone dark. Uh, it's very quiet. Chili, which room are you sleeping in? Boy, that's a good question. Um, I think I'm still kind of feeling protector of Virginia. So I think I'll sleep in that room. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Then in that case, um, hmm. I don't want to... Chris, I imagine you're sleeping at, on the bed closer to where the PSP is plugged in. Yes. Okay, yeah, you are fast asleep, and all of a sudden you are woken up by a compressed version of your own voice just saying, uh, Chris, wake up! Harvey! Somebody! And uh, then it just cuts off, and you hear a thump. Huh? Uh, I'm gonna get the sheets off of me and, like, rub my eyes and go, that... that didn't sound good. Uh, I I walk over to the desk where the PSP is plugged in. Uh, it's not there. It's not ideal. Okay, uh, alright, this is... this is bad. Um, alright, uh, I'm gonna investigate the area to see if I can find... Uh, any evidence to indicate like where the PSP went or, or yeah, who give, took it? Give me that investigate roll. Okay, uh, that's a that's an eight. So I can ask one question. Yep. Um, what happened here recently? You see that? Let me think. The charging cable is just kind of strewn out on the floor. Actually, you know what? It's uh, pulled out of the wall socket, and um, I think you see that the door is not completely closed. It's open a crack. I'm going to rush out the door and see if I can find anyone fleeing the scene. Uh, There's no one out there. Uh, But, you know, as you run outside, Chris, um, trying to think of how to do this. Harvey, you... An arm shoots out from under Chris's bed with a knife and is, like, swinging towards your ankle. What do you do? 
Um, ooh, that's a good question. I think Harvey's still half asleep, and he just sort of rolls out of the way. Okay. <laughs> sort of like a Mr. Magoo situation. Absolutely, 100%. Give me a beat the odds plus elegant. That's an 11. <laughs> God. You roll out of the way as this knife-wielding arm uh, just whiffs on you, and... Uh, the person the arm belongs to rolls out from under the bed. It's, uh, Will, the guy whose Eidolon was taking me out. Oh, fuck that guy. And he, uh, jumps up to his feet and moves to tackle you, Harvey, with the knife raised up to stab down. What do you do? Remind me what Take Me Out did. Uh, took away skin. I think it can take away any organ, but... Oh, that motherfucker. Okay. Yeah, any organic uh, organ it touches becomes intangible. Okay. But he's not attacking to take me out. He's attacking with a knife. <laughs> he's a dumbass. <laughs> you said he's, like, tackling me? Yeah. Um, I think what happens is he does manage to make contact with Harvey, uh, who... Then wakes up and just tries to, like, wrestle him to the ground, like, roll around so he's on the bottom of the floor, because obviously they fall off the bed. That sounds like a scrap to me. Yep, that is an 11. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what advantage do you want? Um, I'm going to take control of the situation. Uh, yeah, you managed to, yeah, pin him, and uh, I assume get the knife away from him. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Will? The hell are you doing? Oh, right, because people can come back from the dead here. That's a dumb question. Hell are you trying to kill us for? So I can come back to life! God damn it! And he's just, like, fighting to get out from underneath of you, but you got him pinned. I mean, seems a little unfair to us. I mean, there's, like, four or five of us and one of you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not really in a conversing mood. Uh, I, think, I think Chris hears this. Yeah. Uh, and like goes back into the room and uh, and asked, wait, did he just say he did this to come back to life? Yeah, who's putting you up to this, man? God fucking damn it! Ugh. He's just he's trying to. You were going to tell us who put you up to this, or you are going to find out what happens when somebody who's already dead gets their jugular sliced open. Hey, it sounds like somebody is using the move Threaten for the first time since episode one. <laughs> somebody is using the move Threaten for the first time since episode one. You love to see it. And gets a nine. Okay, let me... I gotta look up how Threaten works because it never comes up. It's been a minute. We're just a very nice party. Yeah, uh, when you're at a disadvantage, all right, on a 7 to 9 against a GM character, the GM chooses one. They attempt to remove you as a threat, but not before suffering the established consequences. Uh, they do what you say, but will bear a grudge against you from now on, or they attempt to deceive you into believing that they've done what you say. Okay. I think he just says, fucking, what's her name? The lady with the ballroom gown and the hair. Lady Luck? Prob- I don't know, man. Well, what the hell does she get out of killing us if we're doing her dirty work? I do not know or care. What Did you take my PSP? Yeah, I took your PSP. Give him back the PSP, man. Come on. Why would I get... No. I mean, look, how about you give that PSP back to us and we'll just let you go? I mean, he's definitely going to try and kill us again if we do that. All right, no. Fine, fine. You want the PSP back? I'll give you the PSP back. No, no, Chris, just... Just holler for the guy who runs this place. He broke neutrality. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Harvey, keep keep him pinned down there. I'm going to 
go get the manager. Will do. Yeah, Chris Chris runs uh, to the front desk to report the incident. Uh, yeah, Josh is just kind of like leaning back in his chair, feet up on the desk. Oh, hey, man, how's it going? You need to use the bathroom or anything? Uh, no, I have an emergency. Um, a person just tried to murder me and steal my PSP. Uh, his name's Will. Uh, Josh's eyes uh, flash red and... His pet ferret jumps up on a table and starts hissing before he jumps up on Josh's shoulders. Uh, hi? Yeah, we got this. Don't worry about it, man. Okay, cool. I just wasn't expecting, uh, you to do that. Um, anyway, he, he told, he told Harvey that apparently uh, a lady in a... He puts a hand on your shoulder and just says, I got this. And heads upstairs. Okay, alright. And uh, Harvey, I think underneath of you, uh, Will just says, God damn it, fucking... But hey, can you hear me? Just fucking... Fine, I'll take the deal. Just give me my idol on. Whoa, 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 whoa. And uh, you see, through his, like, half-open shirt, Harvey, uh, a clock just like yours appear on his chest with the same time on it. Okay, uh... And suddenly, Take Me Out bursts out of him and reaches for your face. What do you do? Um, what do I do? This is a good question. I mean, I have him under me. I can just go for his jugular. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm just gonna make good on my threat from earlier, and... Alright, yeah, give me a, uh, scrap. Uh, that is a five. Okay, hmm, let me think here. I think that you actually managed to get him in time. You grab the knife he had and stab him, like... Yeah, in his jugular. Get that good, good carotid artery action. And uh, take me out, just kind of like, its arm goes limp before it can reach for you, and it just collapses uh, sort of on top of him before fading away. And you see in the doorway, standing uh, sort of in the shadow of the hallway light, is Josh with uh, his ferret standing on his shoulders, and you can see just a an ominous red glow from both of their eyes. Now, Josh, I recognize that this looks bad, but you can check this knife for Prince. Uh, it was his. I wrestled it away from him. This was self-defense. He was about to use his Eidolon to kill me. Josh seems, um, different than usual. He's not, uh, he doesn't really react to you in that way. He's just standing sort of stiffly. And both him and the ferret open their mouths at the same time and say, um, You have violated the sacred pact of the Neutral Milk Hotel. Now, again, self-defense. He starts to step towards you. Um, and you can see that as his uh, feet pick up off the ground, like, um, grass and flowers grow from where his footsteps were. Kind of a Princess Mononoke thing. I think Harvey's just gonna drop the knife and put his hands up and be like, I don't want trouble. I'm not going to... I'm not going to hurt anybody. As long as they don't, you know, try and kill me first. I... Let's play it cool. Josh kind of steps in and doesn't keep approaching you. He sort of steps to the side and just stares as uh, the bellhop comes running in. Oh dear, oh my, what a terrible thing. How awful. You must be removed immediately. No. Come on now. And uh, approaches you and uh, grabs you to drag you out of the room. Oh boy. Uh, can uh, I, I think like Chris would have started running after them. Yeah, 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 for sure. And 
at this point, he's probably seeing uh, Harvey get dragged out of the room, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, he'll probably say to the bellhop, like, whoa, well, hey, no, it, it was Will that was trying to kill me. I understand, but he's been marked. He's been marked. We need to get him out of here if you want him to live. What do you mean, marked? What, what, what is marked? I don't like the sound of marked. It means that if you're not removed from the premises, Joshua will destroy you. Okay. Oh, that, okay, that's bad. Um, Come on now. I mean, do we all need to leave with him or, or what'll happen to him once he's outside? He'll be outside. Now, when you say outside. And, and if we leave later, do do we still like, Will we still leave at the same place as him? You leave at the same place you entered. That's how it works. Will I leave at the same place we entered? Is the main thing I want to know because I don't want to be—I don't want to be dropped in the drink. If you leave immediately, you will. Okay. Yeah. No, that's fine. I—I can live with that. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Harvey. We'll see you in the morning. Um, (laughs) Sounds good. Uh, yeah, the bellboy opens up the door, and uh, unlike when you went out with Lady Luck, you're on the riverboat right where you got onto it, uh, outside the Bass Pro Pyramid, and the bellhop just says, like, thank you for staying with us. I would say come again, but you're not allowed! And he just throws you into the Mississippi River. (laughs) (laughs) Harvey just, like, makes his way to the bank, completely sopping wet. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, probably not going to be great for the jacket. The hotel is gone when you look back. But let's look on the bright side. Uh, hey, it's like the other guy we killed. Um, and I think he's going to make his way to whatever like looks open, whether that's another hotel or like a diner or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I don't know if you want to cut back or do that, because there is a question I want to ask once I get there. Yeah, ask, ask away. Uh, do they have a phone book? I think you can probably find a phone book, yeah, at uh, whatever diner you stop in at. All right, yeah. I feel like that's not much of a 2020 thing, but I'll allow it. Sure, y- you know. Um, Harvey's just going to take the phone book, order a large cup of coffee and a hamburger, and he is going to turn to section V. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, yeah, you do that. Um, Chris, you walk into the room and you see uh, the dead Will on the floor. Uh, the bellboy, I think, mu- muscles past you to grab him and drag his body out. Josh is still just... Oh, wait, b- before you take his body, uh, he has my PSP on him that has... It's got a lot of stuff that's important to me. Oh, well, yeah, sure, one second. Let me look. And just the heads start rifling through his pockets. And, uh, yeah, one of them emerges with just, like, gripping your PSP in its teeth. <laughs> oh, thank God. Uh, I, I quickly take the PSP from him. Uh, Virtua Chris is like, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Uh, yeah, so uh, remember that guy who could remove people's skin? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, so, apparently people, at least Eidolon users who die, sometimes show up in this hotel we're in right now, uh, and Will got contracted by someone, possibly Lady Luck, we don't really know for sure at this point, but 
seems the, like the most logical thing. He tried to kill us, specifically me, uh, and Harvey just got booed out because he apparently murdered Will in self-defense. Oh, jeez. It, it, it'll be fine. Like, once we are at the hotel, you know, we're going to end up in the same exit location that he was at. So we're still going to stick together. But, yeah, he's he's not going to be able to come here anymore. Oh, wow. Well, that's inconvenient. Yeah, it's it's not it's not the greatest development, um, and I don't think we're going to be able to convince Josh otherwise this time. Uh, a- anyway, um, I mean, since we're both already awake, did you make any progress on that diary? Uh, as you ask that, inside the room, uh, Josh, who was just like standing like a statue, uh, the glow in him and the ferret's eyes start to fade, and you see like his body relax. He's like, oh. Jeez, it's been a while since I have had... Wow. How's it going? We good? Uh, I mean... I guess I feel like the punishment went to the wrong person. Um, like, you you, you kicked... You kicked Harvey out, and all, all he was doing was defending himself against the person trying to kill us. I, man, I listen, I can only kind of half remember what just happened, but... It's not really something I control. He broke the rules, and then that just sort of... I mean, really, you gotta talk to King here. He says, pointing to the ferret. You know, it's more his thing, and uh, I'm just kind of all along for the ride. Yeah, I mean, it's just... Look, I'm grateful for the housing you've given us, but also, you know, for someone who hates angels so much, it kind of seems like your rules are just as inflexible. All right, well, I will... uh... You know, you had a hard night. I'm going to forgive that one and uh, have a good night. And he just kind of claps you on the shoulder and walks away. Yeah, hard night. I got almost fucking murdered. Anyway, uh, yeah, PSP Chris just says, uh, yeah, I have been working on it. You know, give me a Dredge the Undertow roll. <laughs> sure. Or, you know, I'll tell you what, this is your intelligence. I think it's only fair. Give me an investigate roll, but use your original investigate stat. Okay, sure. Um, that's, that's fair. That's going to be a 13. 13? Okay, you get three questions. And what are you... Be specific in, like, what you're asking about, you know. You're just looking for information on angels or Michael or what? So I think this time uh, I'm looking for information specifically on on Eidolons. Like, how they're created, uh, what relationships they have to um, their... Uh, controllers, and okay. if they can exist outside their controllers, things like that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see here. Uh, my first question will be: you know this this is sort of this is sort of a, a weird way to phrase this, but who's in control, um, specifically in regards to idolons, and, and and can they control themselves? Yeah. Okay. I think he tells you. Um, so from what I can tell. Uh, from what I'm able to figure out, Eidolons are, they're sort of manifestations of, like, your psychic energy. I guess that's a real thing. Uh. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah, I mean, after the past couple days, I'm a lot less skeptical of that than I would be. Um, and they sort of just are, you know, a different part of you. Um, 
I am seeing some stuff in here, though, about uh, how you get an Eidolon, and an, I, I guess sometimes you can get one uh, at, in, from someplace called the Estate? I, I'm still trying to work that out, but... Uh, yeah, there were some pictures of, like, a weird building. Yeah, and I, I guess sometimes you can... Uh, it sounds like most people get their Eidolons by ingesting the blood of... Uh, a master of the estate? I don't really know what that means. Oh. You, you, so you died before... Well, so y- you were split off from me before we got this information. But we did eventually find out that the Eidolon drug that we injected in ourselves was made of blood. Oh. Okay, well, I guess that makes sense then. Yeah, so that's starting to fill in some some holes. All right, you get two more questions, Chris. Okay. Oh, gosh. Um, what complications should I be wary of, specifically in regard to um, severing an Eidolon or killing its master? Okay. Uh, I think he says... Um, yeah, so from what I can tell, like I said, Eidolons kind of just are a part of their master. Uh, so... It seems like you kind of can't kill one without killing the other. Um, as far as I can tell, the only reason that, you know, Virginia seems to lose a connection with Michael when she's here is just that she's in, like, a different dimensional space. And I, I guess it's less like they're cut off from one another and more. It's, it's like if she was his arm, it's almost like his arm falls asleep when you come in here. You know what I mean? Okay. Huh, that poses a problem in in in, re- in regards to freeing her from his influence. Yeah, uh, you get one more question. Okay, I'm I'm not sure how to phrase this with the investigate questions I'm given, but the basic idea is I want to figure out if there's information on like has there ever been instances of ownership of an eidolon transferring to someone else. Okay, um, I think he... Yeah, that, that's fine. Uh, I think he just says, um... Not that I have found at the very least. I don't think so. Like, based on my understanding, that wouldn't work. Yeah, I, I figured it wouldn't, because it does seem to be tied to an individual. I'm just trying to think of any way we can do this without... Because, like, we gotta get Michael's influence out somehow... Otherwise, our only alternative is to make Virginia disappear, and that's not an alternative I'm really willing to consider. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, man, gonna be honest, it's it's hard thinking. It's starting to feel like there's not much of a way out of this. I mean, I, I guess the only thing I would say is that we've figured out a way out of a lot of impossible situations so far. Yeah. But also, I'm kind of with you. Well, thanks thanks for doing that. I mean, that, that at least gives us some more information to work with. I don't know. Yeah, no problem. Honestly, working on this is uh, really helping to keep me from thinking about all the existential terror of um, everything about me right now. So I appreciate the distraction. Yeah, I mean, trust me, the, fir- the moment I can figure out a way to get you back in me. I'm going to do that. It's just... That's probably for the best, but I'll be honest, doesn't help with the existential terror. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to put you into, like, 
hibernation mode, or uh, it's up to you. That sounds like I'll die. I mean, it's it's just. I mean, you know as well as I do, it's a suspend state. Yeah. Um, sure. I mean, why why it's not? Up to you. I. I man, I don't know. All right. Listen, uh, I played Soma this year. You'll be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I figure you should, you could probably use some rest anyway. Uh, so I'll get I'll go ahead and put the PSP into sleep mode. Um, if if you don't if you end up not liking that, um, you know I'm not gonna probably not gonna be able to sleep a whole lot longer anyway. Uh, when I wake up, I'll ask you how it went. I guess. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna plug the PSP back in and put it into sleep mode, and then attempt to get a couple more hours of sleep. 123 years earlier, in London, England... Dr. Helsing, how is she? Mina is fine, Harker. With the destruction of Count Dracula, the vampire's poison running through her veins has become inert. She will require a few days of bed rest, but ought to feel good as no by the week's end. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Helsing. If you hadn't been here, Count Dracula would have taken poor Mina as one of his dreadful vampire brides. You saved us both, Doctor. Her from undeath and me from heartbreak. You're more than welcome, Harker. My only regret is that we were too late to help poor Lucy. Yes, it's a tragedy. But praise the Lord that scoundrel Dracula has been vanquished and will never visit such horrors upon the world again. Indeed. Well, now that things have settled down, it is time for me to move onward. So soon, Dr. Helsing. I'm afraid so. I must ensure that Dracula is never revived. His body is being cremated as we speak, and I plan on taking his ashes with me on a voyage to America. I'll bind the urn up with heavy weights and drop it right in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. America? Why such a long voyage? Surely you could drop him in the English Channel to much the same effect. I am taking no chances, Harker. It is crucial that Dracula's remains are never discovered. I'll remind you that we have not killed him. Count Dracula passed on from this world before any of us were ever born. As an undead creature, it may yet be possible for Dracula to rise again, even from his ashes. And so I am taking him somewhere he will never be found. I see. Of course. There is also another matter. One final loose thread that I must address. I searched through the Count's personal effects and found... Several personal notes alluding to a planned journey to the state of Ohio in the United States. He had plans to meet with a steel industrialist named Burgess Ethelwolf Joseph. I am going to America to call on Mr. Joseph and see if I can ascertain just what the Count wanted from him. Idol on Rock is produced by Audio Entropy. You can find us at audioentropy.com as well as patreon.com slash playtest. You can follow us on Twitter at Playtest. 
You can follow Dustin at Stilts the GM, Maxie at Maxie Satan, Lexi at Tabletop Gamera, Molly at Your Friend Molly, and me Luke at SSJ Speed Racer. Idol on Rock will be back in three weeks on December 14th for Patreon subscribers and December 21st for everyone else. See you then! Yeah.